0: podcast network i'm your host adam danker how's everybody doing hope everybody's having a good week thus far second day of february still can't believe it but here we are in 2021 uh and things are off to a better start um show wise the lightning have been sort of struggling um last couple weeks you know really it has to do with the scheduling uh games getting canceled all that but uh, you know what, we, we're going to analyze those games uh, starting tomorrow, uh, but today we're going to continue our segment, uh, well actually our interview, part two of my conversation with former Lightning GM and Stanley Cup champion, Jay Feaster. Uh, great conversation, uh, can't thank Jay enough for coming on the show, but before we get back into that conversation, remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, uh, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore lightning. Follow us on Instagram at lockedon_lightning, underscore uh, lightning. And give us a review on whatever platform you choose to listen to this podcast as it is available wherever podcasts are distributed. Uh, give us a review, five star, whatever the case may be. Uh, really helps the show out a lot. Really helps us get out to a lot more people that may not know that the show does exist. But so let's get right into it. Here's part two with former Lightning GM, Jay Sheetser. Yeah, and, and one of the things, um, I, and it, it's always interesting to me, especially just in the in just sports in general, is uh, it's not always a bad thing to lose to a team in the playoffs, especially yeah. I, I, losing to the Devils the year prior. I think a lot of the guys on that team, uh, they saw what kind of team the Devils were, what they ended up doing, and that provided motivation for them. You know, you guys did – the Lightning did play – New Jersey, very tough that that series. But, you know, obviously you had – I mean, look at the cast of players that they had. So, you know, it, it just wasn't your time. And, of course, yeah, the next no, year – No,
1: you're, you're right, Adam. I I think you – I think – and it's not just true with a hockey team, but I think it's true in life that you you learn so much more by your – your failures. And when you come up short, then, yeah. then if you just go out there and have success right off the bat.
0: Yeah. And, and look at this team, the last couple of years uh, getting knocked off in the first round of Columbus. And we definitely saw once they won that five overtime game last year, I think you you saw the weight lifted off this team. Yep. Uh, and, and that was really kind of what I, what I stated on my show throughout that entire run was, if you could just get past Columbus you're you're pretty much playing with house money after that because yeah we, we saw it they were very capable of beating Boston they were very capable of beating New York and and then you know you run into a young Dallas team and and you know that was that's also the other thing that's kind of this team has been surrounding this team the last couple of seasons and and it's luck I, I mean the situation was just right uh, like I stated before with the season ending the way it did the lightness allowed them to kind of recharge their battery get back to you know what they were when the season started but so and, and throughout that whole Calgary series uh it seemed like at least from the media standpoint from especially Gary Thorne and and the ESPN crew at the time Tampa they were it was playing mostly like let's just get the series back to Tampa to finish it there and so game six you know it, I, I mean, I don't. I don't have to remind you. I'm sure since you lived it, Calgary is buzzing. The barn is buzzing up there in Calgary, and those fans are absolutely going crazy. And then, you know, Lightning are on the verge of of, of losing. And then y- you have some play playoff uh, heroics from Martin and Saint Louis. Where were you on? Were you traveling with the team then, or were you back in Tampa when that happened?
1: Yeah, no, I was with the team. <laughs> oh, I, I was wow. with the team, and it was so cool because you you had uh, not only was the place buzzing, but the, the Stanley Cup was in the building for uh-huh. game six because it could have been awarded. Yeah, We had the Royal Canadian Mounted Police were there with it and, you know, all gloved up and ready to go. And, and uh, it was a crazy time. Every, every time we were in Calgary during, that, during the final, uh, you know, we, we would have the, the cars would circle our hotel They'd be, they'd be a big parade and these cars would circle blowing the horns and blaring music. And, you know, it it was, it was just, it it was unreal. And, and what i always remember about game six was that, you know, we, we, when, when the, when Marty scored there, there's that building filled with, you know, whatever the capacity, 18,000 people, whatever it was. And, and you could hear a pin drop. Yeah the the silence as we as we walked down myself and you know my my chief pro scout and billy and all those guys uh, as as we walked down from the catacombs there it, it was it was just stone cold silence i uh, as a visiting team it's just it's it's an awesome feeling when yeah when that's what the whole building sounds like.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, yeah, obviously we all know what happens next. You, you, they bring it back to Tampa. They win the cup and, and Tampa has the very rare circumstance of being able to claim that they are the play, the Stanley cup champions for multiple years in a row with only playing <laughs> one season. And right. there's a story I wanted to ask you about that, that I heard. And, uh, you know, for the listeners that don't know, I do work with your son uh, very closely at another network, and I didn't want to ask him this. I wanted to get it from you first. The the story about uh, having one of your children baptized in the Stanley Cup. That, uh, that's a
1: true story. <laughs> uh, that's a true story. Our uh, our youngest son, Kevin. Yeah, he is. He's sixteen now, and he was born in November of two thousand four. And we, we, had a, we had a great relationship at our parish with, uh, with all of the priests there. Mm-hmm. And, and they were big supporters of, of mine and our family and, and the Lightning team. And, and so when it came time to baptize Kevin, uh, I asked if we could use the cup as the baptismal font. And, and so uh, Father Patrick Irwin was the presider and, and he did. He, he baptized Kevin. And as he poured the holy water on Kevin's head, <laughs> it, would, it, it, it would roll off his head into the bowl of the cup. So it's our, our youngest son was indeed baptized in the, in the Stanley Cup.
0: And that's that's a great story. Now, what you should have done afterwards was was have the priest drink the wine for communion out of the cup <laughs> yeah. and serve it like that. So, uh, yeah, just an incredible playoff run, uh, and obviously, you know, w- with the the lightning just capping one off as well. Uh, one of the things that you'll forever be notable for in Tampa Bay Lightning history is drafting Steven Stamkos. Now, he was a top prospect the year that you guys draft him in 08 and he was the number 1 overall pick but what 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 was a very raw young steven Stamkos looking like to an experienced gm like such as you
1: yeah i mean just organizationally not not just me as gm but but everybody in our organization all of our scouts it it was it it truly was as much of a of a no brainer as it could possibly be and 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 put it in the context too that uh you know you're talking about we're, we're getting, we've, we've lost uh, Brad Richards, right? Yeah. We, you know, we, we've had, we've had the change there. So Richie now is, is no longer part of that mix. And, and now I, I always felt one of the things that was unique about us. We had the great goaltender and Hobby Boulin. We had a number of really good players on the blue line, but we were so good up the middle in yeah. in that we had LeCavier and Richards as that one, two punch at, at center ice. and, and now you lose Brad and, because ownership had changed and they wanted Brad traded, financial mm-hmm. stuff. And and so that was the other aspect of it that made it a no-brainer was that here we are able to draft this center Iceman. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if you recall it from back in the day, but, I mean, we were, we were so confident and set that we were taking Stammer that we, we actually had a whole ad campaign. Yeah seen stamkos question mark (laughs) and 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 the reason was that and you know this that at that time this this market was not as hockey savvy and and not as as you know attuned to it right to the game and and so while in canada if you had a chance to draft steven stamkos everybody was losing their minds how wonderful that is here in Tampa, you say Steven Stamkos. Well, you, you might as well have been saying Tom Mix. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, it didn't it didn't resonate, and so we we did that we did that uh, campaign, and and Stammer Stammer has been uh, full marks.
0: Yeah, he has been off the charts. Uh, you know, unfortunately, with some injury injuries here and there, but when he is on the ice and he is fully healthy, he is otherworldly, and in my mind, I think top five in the league. So let's just take a moment in the action to take a break and talk about one of today's sponsors and that is Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving auto part customers online for the last 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts and tail lamps, motor oil and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low, and the same for the professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to RockAuto.com right now. See all those parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their "How did you hear about us?" box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com and, and then you also drafted Alex Killorn who also had a career year last year what, what can you tell us about Killorn I mean just from a GM perspective and just drafting these guys seeing them when they were 18 17 years old and to what they involve what they evolved into must be really rewarding for you in the long run to see them really pay off
1: it, it is rewarding and it's also rewarding to think about the great work that our that our scouting staff did. Jake yeah. Was our chief scout back in in the day, and and Jake and his guys worked so hard, and and I always remember with uh, with Kalorn, you know, Jake said this guy may be the fastest skater in this draft class, and and of course we knew he was going to Harvard, mm-hmm. and and Jake had said this he's probably going to go to Harvard for four years. He he's not going to you know to go out early to leave early, and 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 so. We we recognized that it was a, a long term commitment and and it paid off and and what's really you talk about you know life comes full circle now that I'm back here in the role that I'm in with community hockey mm-hmm. and I'm starting my seventh season in that role what's what's really pretty cool about it is that Killer Alex is our uh, he, he's our STEM spokesperson mm-hmm. uh, science technology engineering and math. We, we have this program through the league with uh, EverFi. It's called Future Goals Hockey Scholar. And, and so our player spokesperson for it has, has always been Alex Glorn. And it, it's awesome to be able to go into a classroom with him and have him talk to kids about the importance of education. Mm-hmm. And, and here's a guy who did his four years at Harvard and has his Harvard degree. So I, I, do, I do enjoy watching uh, Alex play.
0: Yeah, I mean you couldn't have had probably a better person with just with that educational background uh be representing the the organization in such a way. So after your time with the Lightning, you you move up to Calgary ironically enough against the team that your your the franchise you just worked for uh took away a Stanley Cup champ uh chance against them. And you you also you make a splash there with some of the draft picks you did as well is you get Johnny Grudeau, uh Mr. uh Johnny Hockey there in 2011. You get uh Sean Monaghan in 2013. Even though you're not associated with Calgary anymore, what, what is it like seeing those guys grow up and develop up there?
1: I love it. I, I love those guys. And and again I give credit to the staff. Our our chief scout at that time was Todd Button and and Todd and his guys, they they did great, great work, I thought, and 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 you know they deserve all the credit for the 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 guys that, that they brought in what was interesting at that time was that I, I took over for Daryl Sutter. Daryl had been the GM, had been the head coach and GM in 04 when, when, we, when we played him in the final, uh, ultimately became just the GM. And, and then he had brought his brother Brent in as the head coach, and it didn't work out. And I, I had gone in in the summer of uh, 2010, the 10-11 season, as Daryl's assistant GM. And by December of that year, ownership was making, there were five owners in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Ownership was making a change. And so Daryl was out. I was the interim GM and then ultimately did become the, the GM. One of the things that I told Todd and one of the things I changed was just our philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, part of that philosophy was that Daryl very much wanted the WHL kind of players. Daryl wasn't interested a lot in college guys not that he wouldn't take a college guy, but that wasn't a priority. And uh, you know, Daryl also had a limitation that if you're not six feet tall, you're, you're probably not going to make it, and we're probably not going to draft you. Mm-hmm. And and it was one of the things that that uh, Todd Button talked to me about as it related to Johnny Hockey. He he said this guy is special. He he said, but he's a small guy. And 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 I said, we're I'm not going to put any of those preconditions on. Right. I, I want to take the best player. Let's let's assemble our list and let's put it in the order of who we believe are the best hockey players and, and we'll draft accordingly. And, and, uh, so I, I'm, I, I love Johnny. I, I tried uh, for a number of years to get Johnny to come out early. And, and so Craig Conroy, who was my assistant back then, Connie and I, we used to make the trip to New Jersey to meet with him <laughs> and his, his, parents and his uh, family advisor, trying to get him to leave BC early and, and, and it was funny because his dad uh, ran an ice rink, managed an ice rink. And so that's where we'd meet. And, and inevitably, they'd have to call Johnny off the ice to come to the meeting. <laughs> and, and you could see, we'd, we'd be sitting there talking and I'm trying to sell Calgary to him and how great it is and trying to convince Jane, his mom, that we'll take good care of your son. You won't need to worry about him. Everything's going to be fine. And and I and I look at Johnny and I see him. He's looking out the window, you know, in the meeting room. He's looking down on the ice surface, and he, he's a special guy, uh, you know. Sean Monahan, I I was stunned the first time I met him, and and I said if I had turned the lights off in the meeting room and walked in the room in the dark, and he had said hello, I would have thought I was talking to Brad Richards. Wow, that's I, so he his demeanor a pro and he's represented by Newport sports so it, it's you know they're, they're, they both have the same agent and the same agency uh it really it, it was something else but a young man who at that time already was mature beyond his years and and I just I knew we were getting a special player when when we were able to draft him
0: yeah that's an incredible story I mean I could totally I could totally agree with you on, on Johnny Grudeau. I, I, I saw him play for the first time a couple of years ago, and he is just out of this world and incredible. And I mean, Calgary is going to be good for a very long time if they manage to hold on to him there. And right before we get back to talking about, you know, your time rejoining the Lightning and everything you've done in the community, there is something with Calgary I do want to ask you. And I it is one of my earliest hockey memories was – You came on during a broadcast uh, when you were GM of the Flames, and it was right before the trade deadline. And you made it known to the entire team that if you didn't see them perform well consistently more, that in the next 72 to 96 hours, they were going to have some major change. And I have to say right off the bat, I have never seen an executive do that, especially (laughs) that close to the trade deadline. What was going through your head when you did that?
1: Uh, you know what i mean <laughs> at, at some point in time you you get tired of trying to get the message across right. and you you feel that you haven't gotten the message across and 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 so to the extent that it hasn't worked in private i mean that's i, I don't want to conduct my business in public like that right but but to the extent that you're not convinced i mean it in in private then then i will I, you know i'll i'll make sure that i put myself out there and that, that everybody gets to hear it, and maybe now, as as a player, now you'll you'll decide that I mean it. I, I go back like an example of that. Honestly, Adam, you go back to when when I took over as GM in in, uh, in Tampa. You know, I I said I'm not firing John Tortorella. I believed he was the right guy to coach our team, but I also said that I was not going to be known as the general manager who traded Vince Lecaviere. Yeah, and, and I give both of those guys credit because I gave them the same talk. I, I told both the same thing. And, and I said, I don't know where the ship known as the SS Tampa Bay Lightning is sailing. It may be a luxury liner and we're going to go on a great cruise together. It may be the Titanic and we're going to end up at the bottom of the ocean. But wherever we go, one thing right. I do know is that John and Vinny and Jay, for as long as I'm here, we're all going to be sitting on the deck chairs looking at each other. Right. And, and, you know, to their credit, those, those guys, they said, yeah, I guess he means it. And, and they found a way to, to, to make it work and make it work brilliantly to, to give us a Stanley cup. But, you know, I, I'm, I am unconventional. I always have been. And, and so that, that whole thing of being willing to put myself out there and uh, in, in a market like Canada gets you in trouble. It gets you in trouble. you be, you know, that kind of uh, that that kind of candor, that kind of brashness, it can get you in some trouble. But that's just me.
0: No, and and I and I definitely think that some people, you know, you spoke before how you spoke to, to Tortorella almost every day. I think you definitely learned something from him in terms of how to approach certain situations. <laughs> uh, all right. So after your time with Calgary uh, in 2014, you rejoined Tampa Bay as the executive director of hockey community uh, operations. And, and what was, why, why did you decide to jump into back into that role uh, into a role like that with uh, Tampa
1: Bay? Yeah. You know what? It's uh I mean, we have five children, my wife and I, and and when we went to uh, when we went to Calgary, our oldest, our daughter Teresa, she literally in 2010, that 10-11 season, mm-hmm. that academic year, she she started at Providence College as a, an undergrad, and by 2014, by June of 2014, when I was fired in in Calgary in December, but mm-hmm. by that June. Uh, you know our our daughter Elizabeth, the third oldest, she she was finishing high school. and we still had a place here in Tampa. But mm-hmm. when, when we left in two thousand ten, the real estate market was so bad that we we couldn't sell. We couldn't afford to take the financial hit that we would have. Uh, the mortgage was underwater at the time. And so during the four years we were in Canada, we rented our house, and yeah. it just so happened that the the lease was expiring for the tenants that were in it about the same time that we would be coming back. And I had an opportunity at that time. Todd Leitwicki was the CEO of the Lightning. He, of course, now the the CEO of the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Todd's a great, great guy. And and Todd, he he reached out through Bill Wicket with the Lightning and said, would you be interested in coming back in this role? It's not hockey ops, but give you a chance to, to, you know, stay with the organization, the Lightning organization, and come back to the community. And, and from a, from a family standpoint, my mother-in-law lived here at the time, still lives here. And, and so just for a lot of reasons, we, we had been here for 10 years, really, uh, the first time, and we had a lot of roots and, and a lot of friends and it was just the right, it was the right fit. And the opportunity, candidly, to work for Jeff Vinnick, that made it just a no-brainer. Uh, I mean, I, I think he's the greatest owner in sports. And, and so the opportunity to work for him, was that was pretty special.
0: Yeah, that's a, and especially the work you're doing within the community uh, promoting the sport of hockey and helping uh, local schools and all, all the programs that you're involved with within the Tampa Bay community is, I, I think, super incredible and great considering you know i'm always a big uh, proponent of promoting the sport of hockey uh whether you're up in canada or you're in sort of the sort of market like tampa bay especially in a state like florida so you know you're doing a fantastic job i mean like you said you you work with guys like Kalorn, and and if anybody down there in tampa wants to get involved how how can they you know find the information uh for all this
1: yeah, they, uh, they, they can go to our website, uh, www.lightningmade.com or they can just go to the lightning website, www.tampabaylightning.com. And there's a, there's a tab on there, a drop down for community and, and it'll take you to uh, all the different programs that we run. And you, you talk about working with guys like Kalorn and, and the the whole group, you know, Tyler Johnson and Braden Point, all those guys, uh, they, McDonough, they've all been great to work with, but we're also blessed because we have so many of our alumni mm-hmm. who stay here in the area. I mean, er- everybody from Dave Anderchuk, Brian Bradley, Ruslan Fedotenko, Jason Cullimore, Matty uh the list goes on and on and on. It, it's just, it's phenomenal the kind of support that we get from our alumni.
0: Yeah, that's, it's great. Especially in a time now where, you know, helping out your community is probably more important than it ever was. So, just to wrap things up, um, how how you liking the team this year? I, I know it's with, with the scheduling. We spoke at the top of the show how it, it's a little hectic right now. It, it seems like the Lightning really aren't and unable to to get in some sort of groove, and and especially in a season like this where it's shortened and it's more of a, a sprint than really a marathon as we're normally accustomed to. Uh, the Lightning haven't really been able to 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 really have that challenge. First off, I mean, they played Chicago to start the season and Chicago's at a different point right now than where Tampa is. And then they essentially take a week off and they run into their rivals, Columbus uh, and your old and your old buddy, John Tortorella out there uh, with the Blue Jackets, where they're kind of mixed into their own uh, situation that was going on. But um, what are you liking out of this team through the first couple of weeks of the season?
1: What I really like is the fact that they, in my opinion, they hit the ground running. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I recognize that Chicago's in a different place right now than than, this, than the Lightning team is. But, you know, there, there was none of that, well, we can just throw our sticks out there and our sweaters and we're going to be all right. I, I thought they, they were really focused right out of the gate. I think it's a shame that we've not been able to get into that groove of playing kind of every other day or every two days, because I think that's what this team needs. Yeah. I, I, I like the preparation. Somebody asked me recently about the Stanley Cup hangover. And you have to keep in mind that this team hasn't had that. It wasn't a typical win the Stanley Cup in, in mid-June and then spend the summer partying with the Cup. The, right. the fact of the matter is that because of COVID and the restrictions that the NHL had on the Cup traveling, I, I think three-quarters of our team from last year, they have not had their day yeah. with the Stanley Cup. So it, it isn't as though this team has been out there partying. I I think that they, they're focused. They, they want to get back. They want to be, you know, they, they want to do it again. They, Mm -hmm. they want to repeat. And, and I, I love the approach. I love the business-like approach. Uh, When you have a goaltender, that's all world, the way Vasilevsky is. And when you have the firepower, I, I I know, you know, they, they struggled uh, to score a goal, didn't score a goal against Carolina in, in the game last night. But I, that this team is too good to be held off the board like that. And when you have a goalie who's as good as Vasilevsky is, you're going to win a lot of games. I still believe that they win the division. And and I think that they make another deep run. As you pointed out earlier, you need luck to win a cup. Things have to go your way. You need to stay healthy. Cooch is out. Hopefully, Cooch is back for the, the postseason. But all things being equal, I believe they win the division. And again... They will be a very, very formidable opponent in the in the postseason.
0: Yeah, and and just to go back to what you said uh, a little before, uh, Stanley Cup hangover. I I think it was the complete opposite coming into this season. Yeah, Chicago is in a different place right now, but they Tampa was doing the same exact things that you saw out of them when we first, last saw them against yep. Dallas, and yep. and they still continue to do even in the loss last night against Carolina. There was still a lot of good things. Uh, to be taken out of that loss, as with every loss, um, and and you know with Vasilevsky, like you said, I mean he's otherworldly, and I think more than ever now this the situation that the Lightning are in now with the way the schedule is formatted, I think that benefits Vasilevsky. We've seen with him, the more he plays, the more he just gets better and better and yeah, better, sure. and and the the with him being able to play pretty much every other day. Uh, I, I think that's a great situation for the Lightning to put themselves in. You know, the, the the standings look a little crazy right now, considering the the disparity in games. But yeah, I have to echo your your what you said. I, I think this team's going to win the division. I think they could possibly make another at least run to the Eastern Conference Finals. But at that point, like we said before, once you get to that point, you're playing with house money, and anything could happen. That's right. All right. Well, Jay, thanks for coming on. Uh, really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy man these days, and uh, hopefully we can have you back on a little later on the season, and maybe we'll be talking about the Lightning being uh, at least in first place by that time. It's my pleasure. I'm glad to do it. Before we wrap things up on today's show, let's talk about another one of our sponsors, and that is BetOnline.ag. The NFL season is over. It's ending this Sunday. Your Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be playing for their second Super Bowl in franchise history. And guess what? I think the chances of winning are are pretty good considering they're playing at home. So why don't you throw some money on the action? You know, double down your bets. Make the game even more exciting than it already is going to be. So go to betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. You know, you just don't have to bet on the NFL. Or football in general, you could bet on the NHL. You know, we got futures that that just changed on BetOnline.ag. You know, maybe some teams are making a go for it. I mean, right now the Lightning aren't looking too good as the favorites to win the division, but they'll turn it around. So why don't you throw some money on the Lightning right now while the while the odds are even more in your favor and go to their social media at BetOnline underscore to take advantage of all the best bonuses in the business sign up for a free account and don't forget to use that promo code locked on for your free sign up bonus so that concludes part two and the final part of this two-part conversation i had with former lightning general manager jay feaster you know it's one thing to see all this stuff happen um you know whether you lived it which i did Uh, Or, you know, you're just going back, maybe visiting it for the first time if you're maybe a little bit younger. Uh, And and it it really makes it that more special to talk to the people that were directly involved uh, when all this was going on. Uh, And and it is really interesting just how, you know, Jay, from where he was, where he started out, you know, just being a lawyer handling an account uh, for an entertainment company in Hershey, Pennsylvania, working his way all the way up to becoming a stanley cup champion gm uh and then also going over to calgary drafting some very talented players like johnny hockey sean moynihan uh and and, and it really is great to see how he kind of went full circle with that and came back to tampa and is in the role he is now so yeah huge shout shout out to jay feaster once again for coming on the show Uh, The guy is crazy busy these days with everything that's going on with the lightning and what his role within the organization is. So, you know, it it really is, uh, you know, really great to have him on and we look forward to having him on once again in the future, maybe down the line uh, as the lightning get closer to the playoffs. Um, And that brings me to my next point. Uh, Really? We're going to have another guest coming on later in the, in the week, another monster guest, but, I will I will give you a little hint. I won't I won't spoil the surprise just yet. We'll announce it on Thursday, but this guest he he follows the lightning very very closely, uh, so maybe that'll that'll help you a little bit. Maybe sift through who it c- could possibly be. So, uh, but you're gonna have to wait till Thursday for the full full surprise. So, in the meantime, once again, like and subscribe this podcast. Follow you know do all that crazy stuff to help us. Uh, keep coming out every day with this A1 content you know we love doing this and we love you know especially me coming out and talking to you on a daily basis with this uh, with the lightning and we'll be back tomorrow of course to recap some of the games that we may have missed due to this interview but I think it was worth it so that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning part of the Locked on Podcast Network I'm your host Adam Tanker I'll talk to you on the next one